So we're going to have to learn that where our problem is, it's not, <laughs> it's not with an object. Because if we can outlaw guns, we just outlaw knives and vehicles and hammers and anything we can, shovels, anything you can use. So when men get right, a nation gets right. When hearts get right, a nation gets right. Bible says sins are reproach to any people. Amen. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sins are reproach to any people, any nation. That's what it says. Amen. I'm glad to be in church. You know, I'm trying to keep my hands in my pocket because a lot of time I get excited. <laughs> I swing my hands like a big gorilla. <laughs> so I'm trying to hold my peace. <laughs> Yesterday, I think I ought to tell on myself. <laughs> okay. Got me a drone. I wanted to film the swamps. You know, I have a little podcast now we call Prayers from the Swamp. And we did one, and I said, well, I had a picture, but I like to get some moving pictures, you know, and, and pray with people over, over the Internet. And, and I it took off, and it ain't come back. <laughs> it landed in the tree at my house. Way up. And I wanted to get it, but my wife wouldn't let me. <laughs> you fall off that tree and hurt yourself. Don't come crying to me. <laughs> so I left it there. I realized I have a limit. Maybe 20 years ago, I could have done it. <laughs> no, <I'm> all... <laughs> not today. But anyway, that's not what I'm preaching about. <laughs> A stupid pastor. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just want, I was just praying this. I didn't really know what God wanted me to share this morning, but he reminded me of a, a sermon I preached years ago called The Lord is My Shepherd. And I want to go back over because a lot of people on the internet have never heard it. Maybe some of you have heard it before. In a lot of Christians' homes, that's the verse. I mean, you remember I preached last week about being in the shadow of God's wing or being God's shadow? Psalms 91. But here's, I think, the most famous psalm of them all. Psalms 23. If you want to turn there, let me pray. Father, I thank you for this morning. I ask you to move by your power this morning. Lord, I realize up here I'm nothing. But it's in the power of the Holy Ghost, God, that you give us the ability to preach and to proclaim your word. I said it a thousand times, I'm just a messenger. I'm not the message. And it's in God's power, God. It's in your power that this message goes out in this church this morning and over the internet. Amen. We thank you in Jesus' name. <clears throat> I've always liked preaching the Lord is my shepherd. And I've always compared it with uh, John chapter 10. I'm going to go there in a little while, but bear with me this morning. I'm, I'm only the pastor here. And that's where we get the word shepherd from, okay? But Jesus is the good shepherd. What does that mean? It means everything he does is good. Come on, somebody. There's nothing he says or does that is wrong. He's there to build you up. He's there to correct you. He's there to, to give you the right path. I've got to put my hands in my pocket. <laughs> All right. He's not going to fail you because he watches over you, okay? I've learned years ago, and I've, I've did some stuff on it, studied on it. The ministry of a shepherd is so important 
But for me to be a good pastor, I got to learn from the best. And that's from Jesus, all right? And I learned a little bit, you know, you read that passage, it's always been a, Psalms 23, a, a motivator for it. It's always been an encourager, you know? And it's always been some. I got one in my house. The minute you walk in my house, I got the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He's making me to lie down. And, you know, I mean, it's the most, I guess, the most sold verse. I mean, people put in their houses, you know, than anyone else. Because there's a message in that. We just read it and we don't listen to it, praise God. Because there's something about what Jesus does or teaches us in this passage that could change our life. Because we got a different view and attitude of who Jesus is. I thought about David when he was, you know, he went to fight Goliath. And the whole emphasis is that David had, he had, uh, he had talent. He had ability to destroy big things because he, he slayed a lion, he slayed a bear. You remember that? When he was watching over his sheep. David learned that fear was not going to stop him from protecting his sheep. So, what does the Lord call us? Sheep. <laughs> Our folks said, why didn't he call us a bear or a lion? Something with strength and power. Dumb sheep. Do you know? <laughs> listen, I'm not trying to embarrass you. because huh? Listen, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> Do you know a sheep is the most indefensive animal on the planet? If he doesn't have somebody to watch him, he's dead. See, he can't go in the, in the, in the woods and hunt for food because the wolves will get him. Or something will get him. Because he's got to, my God, he's got to be in the, in, in the fold of the shepherd. Somebody told me that if he falls on his back, if somebody don't go put him back up, he'll die. My God, you feel better this morning? <laughs> He'll die because he needs the shepherd to put him back on his feet, right? And he could have, he could have, listen, you got some people think there's some lions and some bears and nothing but sheep. When it gets tough and it gets rough, you know who they run to? The shepherd. Amen? I am a sheep. Bah. <laughs> I'm about. I'm about as sheepy as they come, hallelujah. I cry to him a lot. God, I need you, Lord. Please help me, Lord. I got to take care of this. I need this, Lord. Please watch over me, God. I need your grace and mercy, God. I need your, I need your peace, God. I'm a sheep. All right. I got my glasses. <laughs> Verse 1 of chapter 23. Let me pray. Father, I just thank you again for this morning. I just pray that I can do the very best. Anoint me to speak this word this morning. <laughs> In Jesus' name. The Lord is my shepherd. Who? The Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or I shall not lack. So, as long as you're in the fold, there's nothing the shepherd won't do or get for you or provide for you. God's people should never lack. Come on, somebody. Because I'm, I'm more confident than ever that if that word says it, it settles it. If God has promised to take care of me, if God has promised to watch over me, if God has promised to pour his grace on me and provide for me, he don't lie. 
You got to be where God can bless you. You got to be in the shadow of his wings. You got to be in the place where the shepherd can watch over you. If you're running somewhere in some other field somewhere, you're going to die. You got to be where God can do something in your life. You need a healing? God's hat. God has it. You need a blessing? God, God, you need a financial miracle? God has it. If you need a touch in your body and mind and spirit, God has it. He don't lie. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or lack or be without because the shepherd watches over me. Come on, somebody. Praise God. Thank God for the shepherd. Praise God. Thank God for the one that goes and watches over the sheep and makes sure that everything they have, they need. Praise God. Listen, praise God. There's a lot of sheep going astray. Jesus said if a, if a sheep goes astray, he'll, the shepherd will leave the 99 in the back and go look for that one that went astray. And he rejoices over that one that went astray when he found it more than the 99 because the Lord made it very clear. You cannot live for God outside of the fall. The fold is the corral. The fold is where God, the shepherd's watching over the flock. He shall not, you will not lack if you stay in God's fold. I didn't make that promise. He did. Hallelujah. He goes on, he says, He making me to lie down in green pastures. He leading me beside the still waters. What does that mean? If water doesn't move, it's deep. Come on, someone. I said, if water is not moving, it's deep. If a sheep goes and, and drinks in that, that water and he falls in, he's dead. With all that wool and stuff, he'll drown. Come on, somebody. Listen, with all the wool, if, he, if the shepherd's not there to pull him out and watch him when he's drinking, he'll die. The water is deep. Come on, somebody. How many of you have you ever drank in deep water and fall in? <laughs> Come on. If the, the shepherd's not there to lift you out, you'll drown. So you lead you beside still waters. He watches over you when you're drinking. Praise God. So you don't drown. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of times I felt like I was drowning. Amen. And if the grace of God and the power of God wasn't there to lift me up, I would, you know what would happen? I'd be dead. I think about it every day. What if I want to give my life to Jesus? Where would I be today? I'd probably be dead. Yeah. Come on. And you know what? And you know, I, I've tried my, my <laughs> like climbing that tree. <laughs> I looked at the height of it and said, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm going to fall and break my neck. Hallelujah. Listen, my wife is wise. She says, you better not. <laughs> I, I went around that tree and I looked at it. It's just a cat. I said, let me figure out how I, I well, I'll get me. I'll, I'll climb on this brain. I said, nope. <laughs> I won't make it. <laughs> and so Christians are like that sometimes. They, best, they, 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 they got still water they're drinking and they don't want to dive in and just... <laughs> Come on. All it's meant to do is to drink, not to swim. If you don't know how to survive, if you, you got wool, dumb sheep. I'm not, I don't want to insult nobody. <laughs> Because I'm in that boat. You're going to fall in. And the wall's going to get so you're going to drown with all that wool. I'm preaching, praise God. Y'all better see me or out or something, praise God. How many of you got like that in your life? 
You felt like you were sinking, praise God. God said, don't go there, Turkey. <laughs> don't go there, Lenny. Don't go there. It's deep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He restored my soul. I love this verse, praise God. I need the refreshing of the Holy Ghost. I need to feel the restoration of the Lord. I need to feel the restored power of the Holy Ghost in my life. Listen, I come to church today, I want to refresh it. I come to church today because I want to be restored. I want to know God. I want to get as close as I can to the Lord. I want that restoration in my life. I want to restore what I lost with the Lord. That sometimes I'm going back and forward. I remember Brother Willis one time. He's right, praise God. He was walking. So we take a few steps forward and we go five steps backwards. You know what I'm saying? And we're trying to get close to God, but we just don't want to get that close. We don't want God to tell us our business. We don't want God to get in our life and say, you're not going to do that or you're going to fail. You're going to fall. But I'll tell you what, when I'm dry and I get restored, boy, I feel great. When I feel like God's a million miles away, like I just said a while ago, you know, I haven't lost my faith, but something is dry. Alvin, something don't feel right. Come on, Jesus. Some, something inside is not, not stirring. I need the restoration of the Holy Ghost. I need to be refilled. I need to re Come on, somebody. I need, I need the glory of God in my life. I need the presence of God in my life. The, the shepherd leads the sheep. You know, they can be famished, they can be weak, but he gets them in a good pasture. <laughs> Come on. Where they can nourish themselves. They can nourish back up. Get them near some good water, good, good field to eat out of. And they, their soul can be refreshed and restored. I look at those shows. You ever saw those... <laughs> Especially in the Middle East, they're driving these sheep on dust. <laughs> you ever saw that? I said, where's the grass? <laughs> I said, in the desert, they're driving these sheep. That they know what they're doing. They got grass somewhere. So the sheep going to get a little weak going across the desert. But you know what? They're going to find the pastures one day. Hallelujah. They're going to get in and they're going to chew and they're going to drink and they're going to eat. And they're going to get refreshed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he restored my soul, leading me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That's the problem. Most Christians don't want righteousness. They want God, but they don't want holiness. They want God, but they don't want a right walk. They want God. They want the songs. They want the, they want the religion, but they don't want the commitment. Peter, when Jesus was getting ready to be crucified... Jesus was telling them, I'm going to go to the cross. Peter said, it's not going to happen. And the Lord had to rebuke him. See, Peter didn't mind following Jesus as long as he was eating the fish and the bread. You know what I'm saying? Want to get closer to the cross, he didn't want it. See, once closer we get to the Lord, sometimes we say, oh, that's, that's, that's too far for me. Right? That's too far for me. I don't want to get that close to God. I don't want to stop doing this. I like my little this and my little that. But we don't want to get close. <laughs> I said it before and I ain't going to hide. Those commandments are not ten opinions. <laughs> They're ten commandments. Idolatry is still a sin. Lust is still a sin. Pride is still a sin. Covetousness is still a sin. Dishonoring your father and mother is still a sin. It's still the same sin. God hates it like he always hated it. And we're not going to follow the Lord till those things in our lives to walk in righteousness it's fulfilled. Right. I watch it. Don't tell you. Listen, I took my hand out of my pocket. I'm sorry. 
Where are we with the Lord today? That's sheep, okay? I feel in my heart I'm in his fold, okay? Because I have to trust completely, and I hope you too, completely what the shepherd offers, right? Because you see, what, what the world offers is totally different. What the world wants to give you is poison. See, the devil will promise you joy and freedom, and he's not telling you he's, he's ready to kill you. He's ready to take your life. Every time I preach this, I tell about a little story about a little sheep called Herman. All right? I'm, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> Herman, you see, people don't realize when a, she, a shepherd has a field or sheep, uh, he, they have only one, new, I mean, one male sheep, just about, about 100 sheep. Because he, he'll choose a certain little ram to breed into the flock. And what will happen, he'll never choose a ram that's rebellious. Because you don't want that rebellious spirit in the sheep. But there was one little ram. Name was Herman. See, Herman looked good, okay? Herman had, you know, he, he was strong. He had the right body. He, I mean, he had everything he needed. But he just wouldn't listen, Chucky. But Alan Stealth, he just wouldn't listen. See, when he turned around, the shepherd, the shepherd would put him in a field, and Herman would run off somewhere else. And, and the shepherd says, I want you eating here, but Herman was eating somewhere else. So one day, Herman decided he would rebel against the shepherd. And watch, Herman is eating on the hill somewhere, and it's clovers, man, beautiful clovers. And Herman's saying to himself, this shepherd don't know what he's talking about. Man, them clovers, man, he's chawing down in the clover, he's eating away. Everybody else is where the shepherd, he's over there by himself on a hill somewhere, eating his little heart away. And all of a sudden, without Herman knowing, there's a snake coming <laughs> in, 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 in the grass, in the clovers. And right before he grabs this, what I call that thing, my snout. Herman goes flying through the air, man. And he rolls in on the ground, the guy in, and the shepherd looks, and he looks back, he sees that shepherd with that staff killing that snake. <laughs> he goes back to Herman. He said, Herman, you have the qualities I, I need, but you just won't listen. And you see, when a ram would do that, and, and I, I didn't write that, they, that's the practice, they kill him. They'd make lamb chops out of him in a heartbeat. They didn't want that in their flock. But he said, I'm going to give Herman another chance, okay? So he takes Herman, takes his legs and breaks it. And ties him to a post and leaves him all night. And you never heard a, ba a sheep cry? It sounds like a little baby. You know, the pain and, and agony that that little sheep was feeling. And you know, I love the message because watch, the shepherd takes with the same hands he broke his leg with. He picks him up in his arms and mends it. Hallelujah. <laughs> I said to myself, I said, how many times has God broke our legs because we wouldn't listen? And he takes it and he mends it with the same hand he broke it with. Because he loves us. Amen. I said he loves us. 
He doesn't want us to fail. We might, not, we might not want what he does sometimes and how he has to correct us, but he does it. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of God. I'm telling you, praise God. What a good God we serve. Hallelujah. What a good God we serve. Verse 4 says, Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will feel me before you are with me, the shepherd. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, what does that mean? You remember that, that, that uh, staff I just told you about? That's what the shepherd was killing that snake with. <laughs> when, Her, when Herman looked back, he was watching that, that, that uh, shepherd striking that snake with that thing. That, that staff is to take care of the enemies that's coming against the sheep. What is a rod for? It's to take care of you. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You remember that foolishness in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from him? You know, Paul was, was when Jesus appeared to him, and he says, of what, what, you know, he appears to the, the Lord appears to him, he says, Lord, who are you? He says, I'm Jesus. He says, it's hard for you to kick against a prick. You know what that means? That's the thing you drive the sheep with. <laughs> so God is, <laughs> he's shoving us. He's pricking us. Go forward, go forward, go forward. And we say, I don't know, God. I'm kicking against him. Get it. I don't want to do it. I want to go my own way. <laughs> the rod is there for you. Nobody likes chastisement. Nobody likes to be corrected. The more we get to the coming of the Lord, you find more rebellious people going to church than, than I've ever saw. Because God is correcting his church. He's trying to get us in line. See, you're nothing but a dumb sheep. I'm nothing but a dumb sheep. I ain't no dumb sheep. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Go ahead, Herman. Go find your pastor somewhere and see how far the Lord gets you. <laughs> I don't like. Listen, I have an arm that's hurting me right now. And Janet said, Lenny, stop using that arm. And I, and I said, I have a little sling I wear because if I don't have it, I'm going to use the arm. That, that sling is there to kind of keep my arm comforted so I, I, until it can heal. But I'm hard-headed because I'm so used to <laughs> dumb sheep. <laughs> So used to using my hand. It's just automatic. You know what I'm saying? We're so used to rebellion, it's just automatic in some cases. <laughs> we just know <laughs> to do wrong sometimes. That little flesh, man. That little flesh. I preach a message once I call flesh, flesh, flesh. Hmm? I want my way, flesh. I ain't going to do what God says. I flesh. I ain't going to read my Bible. I flesh. I ain't going to go to church. Flesh. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Listen, that's what I'm talking about. God, this, God has a feel for you. He has a place for you to grow and be nourished. Why are we going on a hill somewhere trying to find another pasture? Okay. You know, I heard somebody say, you know what? Grass always grows green on, green on top of a cesspool. <laughs> Mm. Oh, look, just because it looks good, it don't mean it is. If God says, don't go there, Lenny. I don't want to fall in the cesspool. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd, and he got that rod and that staff. 
And verse 5 says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And he anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He wants his enemies to see you blessed. He wants your enemies to see you provided for. He wants to, his enemies to see you with your cup running over. That means you're over, your blessings are overflowing the cup. Right. Drinking out my sauce. Right. <laughs> out my sauce. God's table is prepared for you. God's table is prepared for you. He has the best food on that table. He has everything prepared for you. Your cup run it over and your enemy looks, boy, I hate him. God just loves him too much. <laughs> God just blessing him. And here I am fighting my, listen, God's going to prepare a table for you. He's going to set a table up for you. And it's going to be a wonderful table, praise God. I'm looking for that great table in heaven, the great supper of the Lamb, praise God. Where one day I'm going to be sitting at God's table, praise God, and enjoying God's food. Hallelujah. Not man's food, God's food. God has better food in the world any day of the week, praise God. He's got his tables prepared for you. You are his child. You are his sheep. He's going to go out of the way to look for you, Sister Kathy. If I go astray, he's going out of the way to find. He's going to leave the 99 in the back and go look for that one that went astray. That's the ministry of the shepherd. And I got another principle I want to share before. I I don't want to forget about it. I read your scripture a while ago where it says about where it says... in verse 3 where he says, he led me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. How many know that Jesus is our righteousness? Now, a shepherd, if you ever studied the shepherd, I did a while back. He has a way, let's say, let's say a, 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 little, a little sheep dies, okay? And you have another, a mama, that lost her little sheep. And you, you need to place a living sheep that lost the mama with the, you know what I'm saying? With the baby sheep. See, a sheep is not just going to accept any sheep. If, if, if you went and just put that little baby sheep next to, her, to the mama, she'd kick it away. You know why? Because she can smell her sheep. She's not going to just accept any. So the shepherd has to do a couple of things. Number one he has to do is try to get that sheep to accept that little baby sheep. And one thing he'll do, he'll go skin the little dead sheep that was for the, with that mama. And he'll wrap it up and wrap it, the wool in the little living sheep. So when she smells, <laughs> when she smells that sheep, she can smell her little sheep. Hmm, how to preach, man. <laughs> I've been wrapped with the righteousness of Christ. See, if God just smells me, he's going to kick me off. But if he smells Jesus, <laughs> he smells his lamb, I'm accepted. Another thing he'll do, he'll force feed the little sheep. So why do you take the little living sheep and tie the mama down and force feed it? So after a while, the milk glands <laughs> come through the little sheep. And she smells her, she can smell her milk. <laughs> Come on, Holy Ghost. She, listen, we've got to desire the sincere milk of God's word. When God smells you, he has to smell it. He's got to smell his milk. <laughs> That's why you've got to eat the word. That's why you've got to take the word. That's why you've got to receive the word. Because he's got to smell his little sheep. If he don't smell his word, you're not his. 
My God. Turn with me to John chapter 10. I could go on for this. But I'm, I'm, I'm. What are you? Dan, I think I lost my glasses. What are I doing? It's my pocket. <laughs> are you part of God's fold? I hope everyone in here is. Amen. Seriously. Just because you come to church, that don't make you sheep. He gives a warning about, about what to expect in God's form. Now, I can't get into all these. There's so much to get into. But the details about the, Lord, the shepherd is that he has a ministry. His whole life is devoted to the sheep, right? So, if Jesus is my good shepherd, he's devoted to me to make sure that I make it to glory one day. To make sure that I have the needs met. To make sure he's there to, to lead me in the right paths of righteousness. And you know, sometimes we wonder why. I don't know about you, but in my life as a Christian, I kicked hard against that prick sometimes. I kicked hard against the shepherd's command not to be in, in, in the right place. Because you can eat clovers all day, all day long in another place, but it ain't God's place. Come on, somebody. I said it last week about the shadow. Are you in God's shadow? Are you in a place where you, God's shadow is covering you? If you're not, you're too far from him. If, God, if the Lord can't see you, if you're wandering off in some other field somewhere, you're not in his shadow. You're not where God wants you, all right? And I don't necessarily just come into church or just your walk with God, I'm talking about. I'm talking about you, your life with the Lord. I get scared when I don't feel God, I'm going to be honest with you. And I think sometimes we go through those times where we feel that dryness. And I had one brother tell me one time, I mean, if he can't feel God, he just feels like he's dead. You got to be where God can use you, can minister to you. I wish I had some time to do this. <laughs> Verse 1. Most assuredly I say unto he who does not enter in by the sheepfold, by the door. I'm reading New King James. He does not enter in by the door. How many know Mary's not the way? How, how many know Buddha's not the way? How many know Muhammad's not the way? How many know I'm not the way? Thank God. Jesus is the door, right? If you come up some other way, that scripture says you're a thief and a robber. If you try to climb up through some other avenue, some other door, some other way, you're a thief and a robber. You can't get to heaven without Jesus. Come on, somebody. You're not going to get to glory without he says, I don't care how religious you are. He says, enter the sheepfold by the door, but climb up some other way. The same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens. And who's the doorkeeper? Jesus. And the sheep hear his voice. <laughs> 
Come on, somebody. Oh, and he calls his own sheep by name. Lenny, Chucky, Sister Kathy, Alan. Oh, every, you can name every name in here. He knows his sheep by name. What's that song you like, Jan? God knows my name. God knows my name. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Every sheep that he has, he writes it in the Lamb's book of life. Come on, somebody. Listen, you're not going to heaven if your name's not in that book. He knows his sheep and they know his voice. Verse 4. And when he brings out his own, and I like that word, and you can, his own. See, not everybody is God's children. Uh-oh. People say, well, everybody's got you. No, not necessarily. God created everybody, but not everybody's his children. The only one that's his children are those in the fall. Religion says it. Well, yeah, but I'm going to heaven because I'm a Baptist. No, you're not. I'm going to heaven because I'm Catholic. No, you're not. I'm going to heaven because I'm going to Home Fellowship Church. No, you're not. My Lord, I feel like preaching, man. I'm going to heaven because I'm in the fold. I'm going to heaven because I walked through the door. Amen. Since I am the way, the truth, and the light, no man comes to the Father but through me. I am the door. And when he says in verse 5, yet they will by no means follow a stranger. <laughs> Listen, there are sheep, shepherds out there that, that are, are paid pawns. And all they care about is the money. They're hired to do a job. Come on, somebody. They, listen, they, they do it because they get a paycheck. But a hireling, when the wolves come, will run. Because they do not care for the life of the sheep. So all, this is, they don't care if they live or die. But the one that owns the sheep, <laughs> the one that, the, the sheep know his voice, will die. For the sheep. I can preach a message on the cross right here because you know what? Jesus said, I gave my life for the sheep. He gave his life for you and for me. You have no strength in yourself and your willpower and your own determination. Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. He is the only way. He's the only door. He's the only path. There's none other. I know some religious people might be listening to me on the internet. right? I don't care because my Bible says me. Jesus says I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but through me. It's not through his mother. It's not through the disciples. It's not through a pope or a preacher or whoever. It's through Jesus. He is the way. He is the shepherd. Verse 4 says, and he brings his own sheep. And I like that word. He brings out his own sheep. He goes before them. And the sheep do what? <laughs> Man, I ask myself, God, am I following you? Jesus, am I following you? Why am I somewhere else? Why am I like Herman in that other field? 
Follow him. Follow him. For they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of a stranger. Come on, somebody. I'm going to be honest with yourself. And I'm not, how many know God's voice? How many knows the voice of Jesus? When Jesus says, don't go there, do you go? When Jesus said, don't say that, do you do it? Come on, somebody. Oh, <laughs> I like the little song, the kid's song, because it, that little song is, be careful, little eyes, what you see. <laughs> be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above is looking down in love. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. That's all singing. Be careful, little feet, where you go. <laughs> careful, little feet, where you go. For the Father up above is looking down in love. So be careful, little feet, where you go. Be careful, little hands, what you touch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could go on and on and on. Why is the Lord warning us? Because he doesn't want us dead. Don't want us dead to him and dead, and he doesn't want us to die. I'm almost finished, y'all. Seriously, I can go on. I love this message. I preach this every once in a while because I realize that I am nothing but a dumb sheep. I'm not a lion. I'm not a bear. I'm not a buffalo. Somebody looks like one. <laughs> not, I'm not. I have no strength in myself. I have to depend on the Lord. <laughs> Not a monkey that can't climb a tree. <laughs> what about Jesus? <laughs> Yesterday, I forgot. I, I, James reminded me of something. I was chasing that drone around. I, I cut the barbed wire fence. Tore all my pants, all my underwears were short. I said, <laughs> I said, man, I, I want to show you, but I got a big old scratch right here. Chasing that dumb thing. <laughs> and you, seriously, I'm not lying. Something said, Lanny, don't do it. <laughs> dumb sheep. <laughs> and she <laughs> and she's still I mean it just tore everything. <laughs> I'm so bashful about what I wear. I, I, I look, gent that, that, they tore it that much? <laughs> I'm glad there was nobody in the yard. Skip <laughs> <Keep> off. <laughs> Woo! Dumb sheep, don't listen. <laughs> I'm almost finished, y'all. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble. <laughs> Verse 7 says, Jesus said unto them, most assuredly, I say unto you, I am the door. Come on, somebody. Right. Who's the door? Jesus. Jesus. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. Watch. Anybody that's trying to teach you any other way, nothing but a little thief and a robber. Try to tell you to go some other way or climb up some other way. He's a thief and a robber. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If any enter in by me, he will be saved. And will go into, 
go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I come that you may have life and have it more abundant. This is the last verse I'm going to read. And I want you to listen to it real good. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. But he who does not own the sheep or a hireling or somebody paid to do the job sees the wolves coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolves catch them. And the sheep are scattered and scatters them. Now watch. I used to do an imitation of a wolf. I was telling a story one time. You know, I, we, we got a picture. You know, I, I was in the, uh, I was crawfishing one time years ago. I had a boat. I was, I was passing the little church in Henderson. And you know, <laughs> Chucky, I'm telling you, bro, I got scared. But the, the, the air started getting thick. It almost like you could cut it with a knife. There was a tornado around me. My wife goes, well, you step, remember you stepped in bag phones? You carried a big old bag phone? And I'm raising the traps. And, and all of a sudden, Jan said, Lenny, you all right? I said, I'm just raising the traps. I said, I'm just, I said, I'm, I'm working. So I hung up and all of a sudden, man, oh, look. <laughs> look, I'm telling you what, I got scared. <laughs> Listen, and I thought about that when I was by myself. There was nobody with me. What if I, I, a tornado would pick me up and nobody there to save me? Nobody there to watch over me? And I told that story because I, I want to picture me and you. Sometimes a wolf will do, a sheep will do like he did with Herman. He'll wander off. And you get in the woods, you know what I'm saying? And he, he's nobody there to watch over him. <laughs> he's in the midst of the dark woods and all he's like, oh, I don't know how, how wolf sound. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's in a dark woods and all of a sudden you can hear him surrounding him, you know what you Come on. <laughs> and wolves do that. They, they, they come in packs. They, they, they surround you. What's wrong with that picture? If you stayed with the shepherd, you would be amongst wolves. I've always pictured, you know, if we walk away from the Lord, that's kind of like what, what it's like. We're sitting in the woods, in a dark woods somewhere, and the wolves are howling around. And they're, they're coming around us, and they, 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 they're ready to destroy us. Do you remember that old Bugs Bunny cartoon on Bugs Bunny about the, the wolf that was always trying to catch the sheep? Hmm? And the, that old dog was wise. And all of a sudden he come and, and the wolf would dress like the sheep. I wonder that they didn't get that from the Bible. And he's coming up there and he's grabbing some sheep and all of a sudden that big old dog, he catches him and he grabs a stick. <laughs> Find out it's the wolf dressed in sheep's clothing. I don't know about you, but I, I want to be where the shepherd can take care of me, man. I don't want to be running around in the dark woods somewhere <laughs> without no help. You ever felt hopeless? No, seriously. You ever had a point where you, you was in a situation where you felt hopeless? And you couldn't turn anywhere and you didn't know where, there was nobody around. That's a miserable feeling, right? We don't have to feel like that, no. We, want, we can feel the peace of the Lord in our lives, the shepherds around us. Well, you might be saying, some people might listen on the internet, might be saying, I've drifted away from the Lord. I need to come back. <laughs> I need to come back into the fold. Because if I hang around in them woods long enough, something's going to get me, Right? 
Some wolf going to, a coyote or something going to get me. You ever saw a slaughtered wolf? I mean, a slaughtered sheep. I mean, you watch them. I mean, it's, it's, it, to me, it's the, the, the blood that is mixed among the white, it's so gruesome. It just don't, it don't feel right. You see how the animals kill, but a sheep, it seems like it's, you know, they tear them up so bad. And I watch shows like that, and I said, why is this look, look at that next, look at a sheep when it's been on TV, or they're slaughtering the sheep or something. And watch that blood passing over all that white wool. I said to myself, it looks horrible, man. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me as much as other animals, you know what I'm saying? Because it seems something purity about a sheep. You know what I'm saying? It's something about a sheep that, that I mean, he needs somebody to watch him. Yeah. What are you today? I'm sheep. <laughs> me too. <laughs> are you tired of running from God? Are you, are you tired of endangering your life amongst the wolves? Seriously, come back to the fold. Let's stand up, praise God. The Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd has a, a task of keeping his sheep safe. He's there to make sure they're eating in the right place. He's there to make sure they're not around the wolves. You know what I'm saying? That the devil's crafty. Listen, the devil's going to make something sound so right. He's going he to, listen, they got people right now, they're quoting scripture right now, that don't know God. They're making, they're making people feel so comfortable in where they're at. And I'm not here to pick up nobody. I'm just saying that the gospel, the shepherd, has the message. You have to be in the fold. All you're responsible, we was talking about earlier about, about a, Government and all that stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm for myself. I feel no confidence in the federal, in the government. I feel no confidence in even religious people, because everybody's sailing the same boat. They're joining in the same. All I got is the Word of God, right? And I made my mind up. I got to keep this by my bedside. <laughs> come on, some. I got to keep it close by me, because somebody's gonna come and lie to me. Somebody's going to try to take, that's the devil's goal. He wants to take you away from God's word. He wants to take you away from Jesus. And believe me, he's doing a good job with a lot of people. But just for me, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm talking about myself. I made my mind, ask for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. It's not always easy. Am I perfect? Am I make mistakes? Oh, yeah. More than I want to. But I got to come back to the fold. I got to come back. Listen. If I sin today, I'm not going to sleep. Because <laughs> the Holy Spirit is there to convict us. The Holy Spirit is there to teach us. And I noticed one thing about the Holy Spirit. He'll never tell me anything contradicting this book. Never. So when somebody comes to you, yeah, but you know, God spoke to me. Such and such and such. I said, well, is it in the Bible? Well, not really. You run. Run. Don't, don't listen to them. Praise God. You got, you have, you're responsible for reading that book. You're responsible for knowing it says. Just because it sounds holy, it's no mean it's holy. Remember the grass over the cesspool? Grass always grows green on, on top of a cesspool. But if you stay there, you're going to fall in it. 
You're going to fall in it. Praise God. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I pray, God, I presented your word. And I pray that it was, it was under your anointing. And Lord, let it use it for your glory, Father God. Help us to follow the shepherd. And not to fall short. God, thank you, Lord God, that you love us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. And we give you all the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' precious, precious name, Father.